Hello and welcome to Chronicles Radio. We are unapologetic ministers of God who crave for the unsaved, prison inmates, and Christian brothers and sisters struggling in masturbation and pornography. We move with the consciousness and realities in Joel chapter 2. The move of the Holy Spirit in the end times is upon us at God's business of reconciling men back to God is our vision and mandate. In this episode, we shall be sharing real life experiences from people who are addicted to pornography and masturbation. The only place you find solace is getting godly counsel from genuine spiritual counselors. We are on this station live to teach the truth as the Holy Spirit will have us do. Fasten your seatbelts as we dive into the Word of God. Let this Word build you up and make you perfect in every good works in Jesus' name. Having listened to the third episode, here are a few recaps. The church and family should teach men's sexual masculinity. We should from time to time emphasize emphasize the, the need to teach the boys, the younger children, of the dangers of pornography. Let us also move on with today's um, uh, uh, episode. We live in a culture of hookup, shackup, and breakup. Men are marrying later and staying married shorter than ever. Many Christian men are enslaved to pornographic lust and live in silent shame, which hinders their growth in Christ and service in ministry. Meanwhile, the number of Christian leaders making headlines because of sexual sin further stains the reputation of Christ and undermines the credibility of the church. Nevertheless, in 1 Corinthians chapter 11, 7, we are told that God's men are the glory of God shining forth into a perverted and dark world. You, as God's man, are not to be led around by naked walls and stiff erections like the pagans who do not know God. You need to memorize these words. A man is the image and glory of God. The next time you are out hunting or camping or hanging out with friends, when that when that ends, gets hot and glowing red from glorifying in the fire until its heat and light are transferred to it, take it out and look at it. Remind yourself that when the Bible says you are the glory of God, it means you are like that stick that's supposed to draw near to the pure and powerful God who is your father and radiates his heat and light to the world. You are not an animal. You are the glory of God. You are not a pervert. You are the glory of God. You are not an addict. You are the glory of God. You are not a victim. You are the glory of God. You are not a fool. You are the glory of God. Jesus, the good, the God, the God, 
man who radiated the Father's glory perfectly has made it possible for you to be the glory of God. Jesus, your King, warrior, and Lord, hung upon the cross in your place to atone for all your sins, including sexual perversions. Colossians chapter 2 from verse 13 to 15. If you repent of your sin, Jesus will forgive you for it and cleanse you from it, thereby taking away your guilt, shame, defeat, and filth. 1 John chapter 1 verse 9. Zechariah chapter 3 from verse 7 from verse 1 to tonight as god's man you will then be able to rise above your loss but not by works or self-will deprivation instead god's grace that alone saves you will also empower you hallelujah god's grace that alone saves you will empower you to live life with jesus and like Jesus, as Paul says in Titus 2 from verse 11 to 12, For the grace of God has appeared, bringing salvation for all people, training us to renounce ungodliness and worldly passions, and to live self-controlled, upright, and godly lives in the present age. The, this grace enables us not merely to hide our sin, diminish our sin, justify our sin, or accept it as inevitable. Rather, God's grace enables us to put to death our sin so that we live dead to sin and alive to Christ, where we were previously alive to sin and dead to Christ. Romans chapter 8, 13-14 Indeed, our God is Lord over all our lives and helpful for the practical matters of what to do with our mouth, hands, and genitals. As God's men, we do not pursue this redemption and holiness solely for ourselves, but also for God's mission to save and redeem the, the, the sea of lost men around us who are their own God and sin with their mouths, hands, and genitals. My desire as a Christian pastor is to see churches raised up as communities of grace ruled by Jesus and led by his glorious masculine men who walk their jobs, eat their meat, drink their wine, romance their wives, study their Bible and raise their kids in godly manner. The counter-cultural nature of the church stands in condemnation of all other false gods who cannot save, bless, or liberate. First Peter chapter 2 verse 11 to 12 details this grand vision. Say, Beloved, I urge you as sojourners and exiles to abstain from the passions of the flesh, which wage war against your soul. Keep your conduct among the Gentiles honorable, so that when they speak against you as evildoers, they may see your good deeds and glorify God on the day of visitation. I have tried to lay a reasonable theological and practical framework for our discussion of pornography and masturbation, but I, I know there are some men who submit with lingering particular questions. To, to help answer those questions, I will share some of the questions on my list. This person says, if I cannot stop looking at porn, 
and masturbating should i disconnect my internet connection and get some roommates to live with for accountability the answer is again the problem is in your heart and not in your internet provider paul is clear in colossians chapter 2 from verse 20 to 23 that legalistic man-made rules may sound helpful but in the end they are worthless in restraining sin because they only address outward behaviors when neglected inward causes it may be wise for some men to not have cable television or an unfiltered internet provider but unless their heart changes they will simply rearrange the flesh and stop one sin to begin another such as being proud of their morality once they have stopped looking at Paul whatever you do begin with your heart another question is it a sin to have a wet dream answer men who have erotic dreams must first be sure that they are not spending their days filling their minds with images that rattle around their imaginations as they dream at night they should also pray before they sleep each night that god will protect them from the enemy inside of them their flesh and the enemy outside of them the devil but if a man should have a wet dream after taking precautions to not loss there is little he can do to prevent this from happening for some men a wet dream is simply the body's ways of relieving itself and maybe little more than a natural biological function here is another question is it a sin to notice that a woman is beautiful the answer is no genesis 12 10 to 11 says that sarah was beautiful despite the fact that she was quite quite old some women are lovely and to recognize this fact is in itself not a sin however recognizing a woman's beauty does not become a sin when a man lost after that beautiful woman and begins to undress her in his mind another question what can i do to stop being sexually tempted hebrews 4 15 tells us that jesus was tempted in every way as we are yet he did not sin because jesus was a fully human virgin male we can safely assume that some of the temptations he faced were sexual in nature but jesus never gave into those temptations and is our sinless and perfect god so it is not a sin to be tempted but it is a sin to give to yield to it all right we must accept that in a fallen and sinful world we will continually face varying kinds of sexual temptation but must learn like joseph to run flee from it here is another question at what age should a father speak to his son about these issues so this is where the main thing comes comes to bear okay we have been talking about you know mentioning men's masculinity in our churches today we should be you know be teaching this thing in the church especially the men's gathering or fellowship you know whenever they gather you know we should you know bring out time to discuss this elaborately a Christian father should be the first person to speak with his son about these issues. The best age to discuss these matters varies from son to son. But if a father is going to error, he should he should he should um, bring up the matter too soon rather than too late. 
simply ensuring the lines of communication are open and honest between a father and son is paramount. A father must vigilantly remain aware of the questions and curiosities of his son and speak with frank and masculine biblical wisdom like the dad in Proverbs. Lastly, a godly father should never shame and embarrass his son while speaking on this subject, but treat as an a father should start speaking to his son about sexual issues issues as the beginning point for an ongoing dialogue. This conversation needs to be ongoing and not a one-time event. Question: When I get married, won't that cure my lost problems? No. Satan did not as even show up to tempt Adam until he had a wife. Many men simply kill their sexuality before marriage and once they are married, their dreams awaken in full force. Consequently, once you have been married long enough to learn how to please a woman and be adventurous, you will likely find your desires for sexual sin increase rather than decrease unless you have disciplined yourself to channel all those desires solely to your wife. Should I tell my wife if I look at pornography or masturbate? The answer is yes. You are sinning against her. Come on. And your sin is affecting other aspects of your marriage and causing her to suffer. Though she may not know why, right now, your sin is growing because it is hiding in darkness and by confessing it to her and asking for her forgiveness you will be bringing it into the light where it can be forgiven and healed when you do confess to your wife please be careful to not blame her for your sin but accept responsibility as the head of your home for your condition and the condition of your home another question is it isn't looking at pornography and masturbating an acceptable alternative to adultery or divorce if sex with my wife is terrible, infrequent or unsatisfying. First Corinthians 11 says that your wife is a reflection of your leadership. If your sex life is not satisfying, then it is your responsibility whether or not it is entirely your fault because you are the head of your wife. Ephesians 5.23 read it, read it up on at your at your free time therefore rather than excusing your sin you should repent of your sin and the condition of your home and seek counsel from from us your pastor or any 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 mature person that you find around you know who can show you or teach you this in biblically from the spiritual standpoint of view or perspective praise god so the question ends here so i am very uh uh i am very happy and uh, uh because of the quality time that uh we've been able to get this going and and uh, and uh, the recording all right so so we have a lot of testimonies that has filtered in so maybe in our next um, episode i will be reading out these testimonies i'm going to compile them we have about uh seven of these guys 
and then uh, who uh, seven of these guys who have been uh, 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 liberated yeah, let me use the word liberated from pornography and masturbation and uh, our telegram group is really growing from day to day people join and tune in and this same program here as soon as we finish recording we also drop the link to the telegram group where people can you know easily check what we are doing what we are you know doing on the radio so i believe that if you have any question or further questions you can write me you can write me if you have any other question all right we have uh, various um, uh, 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 testimonies, yes, uh, from around the world, yes, and um, I hope that this word or this very episode has touched your life. I believe you are learning, or you have also learned something. Uh, by the time we drop these testimonies, I believe that you will really be shocked at what you are going to hear. You know, from what people are struggling in the secret so like uh, the psalmist david say he said he needs prayer he said that god should deliver him from secret sins so we find out that you find out that sexual sins are more like uh, uh secret sins hello so we are in this journey because uh, by the grace of God, God has helped us thus far, and uh, even me, that is this convener, the speaker, you know, and your host, I was one time in this act for many years, I was in this addiction for many, many years, I cannot even, you know, t- uh, tell, you know, but I, I can tell us when, when this thing stopped, when I broke the jinx, and God was able to, you know, take over my life and here am i as a minister of god showing people and teaching them in the ways that they should understand this thing you know and all the resources that we have now in the telegram group we have our bookstore where you can see a lot of books you know that is written by one of our one, one of our counselors uh, dr john balogu so you have those books that you can get from the store books on sexual purity how to attain sexual purity books on how to you know uh, uh, build healthy relationships you know books on uh, how uh, freedom from masturbation and a whole lot of books about it 15 of them so they are all on the bookstore that you can get download the ebook free we don't we don't charge any any uh, no, no, no fee attached to it no cost attached to it all right we are also uh, seeking for partners who are going to join us in this work partners who are going to like you know who have the desire to also spread the word to others and we're also looking seeking for partners that are going to also sponsor this program you know so that it can reach out so that it will be far-reaching you know there are a lot of people that are craving for the undiluted word of god you know so this could be the ve- this is a good soil to plant because we are actually doing what god has asked us to do we are fulfilling the mandate of reaching out to people to reach out to the lost especially these addicts you know who don't have 
any way any pathway to come back to you know to christ you know so so but we are here in this very mission to reach out to them so god is calling on everyone to be part of this mission to part of this move of the holy spirit whatever god has laid in your heart to support this work yes it could be your ten dollar it could be your five dollar it could be your hundred dollar it could be your whatever amount so you just come in and be part of this work and i can assure you of what god is going to do as we keep spreading out as we keep pushing out by the grace of god so thank you all for listening and, and thank you for being part of this show uh, God bless you all. So tomorrow again, I will be on. I will be live again uh, to read out the testimonies of these guys who, these addicts that God has delivered from the addiction of pornography and masturbation. Thank you for listening. And in case if there is any emergency, you will want to reach us or urgently for any question or for counseling or for any anything, you can call these numbers plus 234-80-350-79550 plus 234-80-350-79550. Jesus is Lord. Shalom.